first episode or whatever of the dialogue. Don't sound so depressed. You make me want to kill myself. First episode. There you go, buddy. You talking about wanting to kill yourself makes the me depressed. Dialogue. The, the dialogue. The dialogue. My name is Gage. What's your guys' name? My name is Kyle today. My name is Micah. <laughs> uh, before we jump into this, uh, just wanted to say hi. Hello. Uh, and um, What are you up to? I don't know. It's something we've been wanting to do for a while, I think, specifically me. And I finally got you guys on board. Not like you were on board. Not the like whole you were on board. Yeah. But like I was like, guys, I need you to kick me in the butt because I can't. You needed a tech savvy guy. Let's be real. I'm a retard when it comes. I mean, it's I'm canceled. <laughs> I just think that like I wouldn't want to do this by myself. So it was nice to have some people who were wanting to do it with me. Mm-hmm. So I thank you very much for helping me get this going. It's gonna be fun. Of course. Whatever it is, it's we're not gonna overthink it. We're just going to have a good time. I think we all kind of want to express ourselves and have fun conversations about whatever, particularly movies, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. I don't know why you're doing that. Is there something... We're going to have fun. Okay. It's going to be fun, guys. And then, We're yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Before we... Um, I'm just... I'm like, I'm like Great Gatsby going on. Um, so before we like get into like the main discussion that we were wanting to have, I was thinking, because obviously this Corona stuff has been going on for a while and there's, we've been in quarantine and things have been weird and I wanted to talk about our first, uh, movie experience, theater going experience we've had. Um, That's a, we should have a good icebreaker at the beginning of each thing. That's a good idea. Yeah. So we're obviously figuring this out as we go along. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I definitely could see like, like... I don't know. Assuming we keep doing this, like, yeah. five episodes down the line, I think it's going to look very different from the way we're doing it right now. I think so. we'll very much know yeah. what we're doing. So. Wait, so know. since the coronavirus has started, our first theater experience back? Yeah, like, the, the when we went to right. Oregon. Because I think, like, that was, like, a little reinvigorating yeah. for people like us, because we love movies and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to talk about that experience. I wanted to hear your experience. Um, going again, because I yeah. didn't really get to talk to you about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're the one who wanted us to go. I was going to ask yeah. if you could kind of explain what happened. So, oh. I was kind of having withdrawals from... No, seriously. I've gone... I had, I probably went to the movie theater before this, like, at least twice a week. And so, like, not being able to go at all for, like, months on end was, like, driving me crazy. And so I was constantly looking up, like, alright, what is the closest theater that is going to be open to us and I was just looking and looking and looking until finally I saw some places were in phase three of the coronavirus and um, that's when like theaters are supposed to open so I found one in Oregon and I was like right on the border of Oregon I was like two hours away and it was the closest one I I looked I went over the entire map of Washington Oregon was the closest one and so I was like I gotta go I gotta go now and they were showing classic movies like uh, shoot they showed Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom um, why is that the only one I can remember? Back to the Future. Back to the Future, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park, um, and The Hunt. They showed The Hunt, which was a more recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went, and we saw, and honestly, it was a really fun trip there. All three of us went. Yep, the all three of us yep. went. Um, it was a really fun trip there. We saw Back to the Future, which was, it's one of my favorite movies, so obviously seeing that on the big screen and you was guys, awesome. Yeah, you guys love Back to the Future, and I had already seen it. I was the only one out of the three who had seen it in theaters, which was kind of weird. Because you didn't like it? like I as, mean, I don't I'm like not it. Not as much, as much yeah. as us. 
Like, I'm not, like, the biggest mm. Back to the Future fan. So, but it was, like, definitely the best experience I've had watching it because I was actually watching it with people who really love that movie. It. Watching yeah. it with people, like, awkwardly yeah. whispering facts in your ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it was probably annoying to other people. Probably not because it was just a bunch of old people. But, like, there was only and like we were, so, we were practicing group. social distancing. So, it's probably true. nobody could hear I'm us. I'm pretty sure there was only one other family in there. Yeah, for Back to the Future. For Back to the Future. Yeah, and, I'll, and to be honest, like, I'll... I'll, I'll be honest, like, normally, like, when people are whispering in my ear during a movie, I get annoyed, but that was, like, the, I, it made the experience better because you guys were telling me things that I about didn't the know about yeah. the movie, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was, like, it was honestly better than the movie itself, just if hearing you, it was, all of you, other things you guys know about if it. If it was your first time seeing the movie, Obviously. I bet you would have been really annoyed, but yeah. everybody's seen that movie a million times. Yeah. And then Jurassic Park was really interesting because... <laughs> I was never a huge fan of Jurassic Park at all. I didn't get it, but that's because the first and only time I ever watched it, I watched it on this, like, rinky-dink television with, like, a super pathetic speaker. So I was like, I don't get it. What's so awesome about Jurassic Park? Like, I don't get it. Then you watch it in a theater experience, and, like, every time a dinosaur roars, you get, like, chills, and, like, you get a, a, like, you truly get to see the the visual effects and their full glory, and it's just a completely different experience in the theater. I think that's funny, because, like, you're... You said you were, like, a pretty big fan of Jurassic Park, like, more so than Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, out of all, like, the Spielberg blockbuster, Mm -hmm. like, classics, Jurassic Park is definitely the one that I hold highest. I think Jurassic Park is probably my favorite now. Before then, I would have been like, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get the hype, what's so... But now I get it. Yeah. I I guess that was the one that I actually, like, watched a a bunch as a kid. I didn't get introduced to Indiana Jones... Um, I guess Jaws isn't technically a kids movie, but it's PG. I didn't get introduced. I, I mean, I technically for the not for the first time, but I watched Jaws recently, um, and for the first time paid attention. You know, now that I'm older, I'd watched like a couple times and like, yeah. didn't pay attention. Um, but like, yeah, Jurassic Park is the one that I grew up with, and I think a lot of Spielberg movies kind of bank off of that, growing up with them and them being nostalgic. Not to say they're not good, but I think that like. You know, if I had grown up with the Indiana Jones movies, I'd probably hold them to a higher regard, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. I but, get you. Um, definitely, yeah. I, I really like Jurassic Park. What other Spielberg like blockbusters are there that I'm forgetting about? Uh, like, classic ones. Saving, I mean, E.T. E.T. was another one. Saving Private Ryan Spielberg? Yeah, oh, but yeah. that's not like... I don't know if I would put it in the same category. It's one of his best. I, I think don't it's know if like, it's like a... It's like Spielberg's like more like artsy, like Schindler's List. Uh-huh. He's got like Not his blockbuster categories. stuff. Like, yeah. Close Encounters. Would you put that in the Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was Jurassic thinking, too. E.T. Um, e. and, and Jurassic Park were the two that I grew Indiana up with. Jones. I haven't seen E.T. in my adulthood yet, so I can't really say much about that. Mm. It but, terrifies you. Oh, my God, as a kid, yeah, that scared the <laughs> shit out of me. It was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, that scene that... where he's, like, out in the fucking, what, cornfield? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was the same yeah. scene. Oh, my God, the... What, how, what's the sound that he makes? It's I like... Think... Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... And I think I read this. They did like a an, like an old lady with like a smoker's cough. Did the sound effects? Oh my god! Wait, I, really? could be, I could be wrong, but like I feel like I've read that. I feel like it's like a car engine mixed with something, or it's just like a turkey. It's a turkey, or an old lady with lung cancer. Yeah. And yeah, like a like a tractor starting all at the same time. Yikes! And then, yeah, but anyway, Jurassic Park's like yeah. Yeah, and then it's not my favorite Spielberg movie though. I think it's my favorite. Do you guys now. know what my favorite Spielberg movie is? Uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Gotcha, buddy. I See, I again, I still I don't get it. I don't know. We can save that for I've never, I've never Spielberg liked. Spielberg did War. Minority Report, didn't he? Yeah. Oh Ooh. yeah. 
That might be up there for me. I really like Minority Report. Do you like War of the Worlds? Yeah. I've never liked War of the Worlds. I don't like you. It's one of my well, favorite. Well, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just too bad. That's fair. <laughs> that's um, fair. And then me and my dad and my little brother. My little brother had been begging to see. Um, he's like my little mini-me, and he'd been begging to go to a theater with me. So I was like, all right, next time we go, or I go to the theater, I'll, I'll take you, and, you know, maybe dad will want to come along or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we saw... The Avengers, which I was one of the few... So this is my experience with the MCU. I watched Iron Man in theaters. The next MCU movie I watched was Spider-Man Homecoming. So I skipped like 10 years of the MCU in the theaters. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So you... Yeah, yeah, so I missed the Avengers in theaters. And I can't then, believe that. I know. it's Well, it's because my parents... I had to beg my parents to take me to the theater. So it was like a once or twice a year thing. You saw Avengers in theaters, right? The first one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like... I don't know how you like... Like, didn't. It's just surprising. I had to beg them because obviously I didn't have money and I couldn't drive. So, yeah. Please, I wasn't. I don't think here. I was seeing, like, every single movie in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Most of Until them. the first Avengers came out. Mm-hmm. And I think right around, like, Age of Ultron is when I started to just, like, fully pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I told you when you asked me originally if I wanted to go watch Avengers. And I was like, yeah, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. But not only had I seen Avengers in theaters, but I was also thinking to myself, I've also seen Endgame in theaters like three times, mm-hmm. and I feel like the, it's the, the equivalent of watching the first Avengers. Especially when they go back in time. They to... go back to the best parts, yeah. and it's like, I don't know. No, but I got like absolute chills when like the opening like logo came yeah. up and the thing started, to, or the, not the thing, but the, the theme yeah. started to play, and then during that like iconic circling shot of them, got mm-hmm. chills during that. Um, and Harry Potter was cool. And then I got to see Harry Potter in theaters, which wasn't as, like, awesome as I would have hoped, because the difference between that is I saw the last three Harry Potters in theaters, so I had kind of already experienced that. It was still pretty cool, um, but... Harry Potter 3 is my favorite one, so... I honestly think it's... When it comes to filmmaking, I think it's, like, the best Yeah, one. I mean, I Editing, think you, you could at least say that much, personally. Yeah. I wish... I wish uh, what's his name? Alfonso... Coron, I think yeah. that's how you say his name. Yeah. I wish he would have done... Alfonso mm. Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would have done and all Alfonso. of them. Yeah. Like, Goblet of Fire is my favorite just because of the source material, just like the plot line. If he had done that movie, oh my gosh, that would have yeah. been amazing. Because I think... I've got a cat walking around, so hopefully nothing gets knocked over. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to rewind a little bit because I want to talk about like just how much fun... I mean, obviously, like going to a movie theater. We took it for granted. Like so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Like the journey itself, and I honestly think it was better than like the watching. I also wanted to say while we were talking about Jurassic Park, watching that movie on the big screen was like a whole new experience because of the sound mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, and then the, like the journey down there because it was like an hour forty five minute drive from yeah. where we live, and then yeah, so like that was a really fun experience, and I think that like. Like, obviously, the journey itself and just hanging out was fun, mm-hmm. but because we were going to see a movie and, like, feeling that magic again was, like, really cool. Oh. So, kitty cat. Oh, he's just eating some food. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I had fun. And now that the... That's totally gonna pick up on the mic. Now that the, um, fucking, uh, Ellensburg theater's opening back up, we'll have to go there. Yeah. But... They're showing Batman Begins, and I want to go oh, so shit. bad. But I was gonna say, like, it's so much fun journeying to to the Dalles or whatever. Come here, come here, kitty. <laughs> that it's like, I'd be willing to make that journey again, even if it's longer. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's whatever. Sorry, not meaning no, to okay. ruin the it podcast. Matter. It doesn't matter. This is laid back. We don't, we don't yeah. care. We can cut parts out, too. Yeah. 
if we want to. We don't have to. But I'm, this week, I think I'm going to see Batman Begins. And because I'm pretty sure this is a hunch that they're going to show The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises too. The Dark Knight would be really cool. Oh, but. yeah. I don't think I saw that in theaters. I mean, I was eight when it came out, so. We're young. When did that come out? 2008. 2008. See, it's really easy to know what year. You were eight in 2008? Yeah, because I was born in 2000, so it's really easy to know. Like, in 2012 when Avengers came out, I was 12. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> I have to add, like, one year. Yeah, because yeah. you're stupid. Yeah. Are you 99 or 98? 99. You're 99 oh, yeah. years old? Yeah, I'm, so yeah, I'm 99 years old. I'm just going to, like... Die Fall right apart. now. <laughs> Disappear into Is it true that you shit yourself when you die? I hope so. Haven't you seen Swiss Army Man? Um, it's been a while. What's the point of once. death if you don't shit yourself? <laughs> it's the only time you get an excuse. I mean, even when you're a baby and you're shitting yourself, it's just inconvenient for everybody. But when you die and you shit yourself, you're just like... It's one last fuck you to the world. I it's mean... Like, it's like you're finally... You can just... Just wither away into the earth and your own poop and no and, one will know that's that's what the me that's yeah the so, meaning of life yeah speak for yourselves guys i mean i shit myself every day and i don't feel like i have to apologize for anything <laughs> <laughs> hell when's yeah. the last time you guys shit yourself wait no, i'm just kidding <laughs> wait are you being for real yeah all right so when i was 12 years old oh wait we're doing this when i was 12 years it's old. A, it's great a, first episode segue. yeah when i was 12 years old we're talking about social networks so. oh yeah, fuck. We're, we're gonna talk about the social network so I had to fart really bad, and it was Halloween night, and I knocked on someone's door and was going to say trick-or-treat, obviously. That sounds and, and I was like, oh, I don't want to fart in front of this person that's going to open the door, some old lady or whatever. It looked like an old lady's house. So I like tried to push it out really quick before she opened the door, because I'd already knocked. And like a little pebble came out. I pushed too hard. A little pebble came out. But 12-year-old me was not happy. Did you say trick-or-treat? <laughs> trick-or-treat. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you go for next gauge. When I, did you last shit yourself? I don't even, honestly, honest to God, I couldn't tell you. I had no idea. I swear to God, if I have an IMDb someday and, like, in the trivia thing, it says Micah may shit himself when he was 12, I'm going to be like, I did really shit myself in my I'm going to write that myself. What, what's the quote? Wait, what? In my IMDb in the trivia section one day, it'll say Micah may shit himself on Halloween when he was 12. Okay. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Me? Uh, Wait, did you say? I don't remember when I last shit myself. I think I was really young. I have the opposite problem. You were too young. You were like no, I, I just like out of the womb. You were wiping your own ass. I can't control my bowels in the sense where like yeah, it just doesn't want to come out. So I gotta uh. like yeah. I don't shit myself. Did you know when like babies are born, like when they first poop, it's like black soot. It's like really. weird. I have heard that, and I don't like it. Well, you're probably most likely out of the three of us to have a kid first, so you have to let us know. I'll let you know. Yeah. But yeah, as far as me, like, it just I, looks like Nutella. <laughs> stop. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't really remember either, but I like have a vivid memory of like second grade being yeah. like sick, and like, it just like, I was just like we were doing like some round table thing, you know? They set you up in like little reading groups, and like you're like reading from something, and then suddenly you shit yourself. And like while I'm <laughs> waiting, yeah, just like, just 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 like a little bit of diarrhea. Oh, okay. poor guy. Just sliding out. So, Welcome so, to the podcast. Yeah, second grade, second grade. I don't share this story with many people. Uh, but you're going to share it with I think the world. I, I might have told you this before, but yeah, so second grade, I don't remember like what happened. It might have been a scenario 
like yours where like you just try to squeeze out like what you think to be a little too a little too yeah but with it comes a pile of shit <laughs> and a pile mine was a pebble <laughs> okay, i don't know about speak a pile. for yourself <laughs> no so i was sitting no i was like walking into i think it was first or second grade and i don't remember how it happened all i remember is the shit i don't remember the build-up or anything and all i remember doing is sitting down and feeling the shit in my pants, like, move because I sat on the shit in my pants. You did tell me this yeah. story. And then, I don't know. Uh, so, so let's, let's just say that, like, some of, maybe a little bit, like, just, like, a little of the shit. Just, like, a little of the shit got on the chair, maybe. And then, like, we... The poop chair. The poop chair. Everybody in, in the class called it the poop chair for the whole year. And I, and nobody ever knew who did it. Oh, and because it just sat in the back of the class until today. Until today, so if you were in, did my... you go to school with him at that time? No, no. That, was oh. in, that was in Spokane. Oh, yeah. we didn't know each, we didn't meet until no. like junior high. Mm. Yeah, so and that's where I shit myself. Legend, sa- no, Le- Legend says that poop chair is still there. <laughs> oh my god, we're twenty minutes in and we have not talked about the social okay. network or Steve okay. Jobs. Okay, speaking of shit, social network. Shut the I'm fuck just, up. I'm just joking. Um. Yeah, if you want, we can move on. We can talk about that. All right. I think this whole our uh, topic here stemmed from me and Gage getting in an argument one night, night over what was better, uh, the social network or Steve Jobs. And, uh, yeah, that that's what we decided to make our topic about today. And I like both movies, mm-hmm. so I decided to also... I, Kyle well. being the devil's advocate and the in the, in the in the indifferent person in the argument? Shocker. Fuck no. What a surprise! <laughs> wow. I like both of them. It's just, I would never go out of my way to, like, watch Steve Jobs again. Like, I respect Steve Jobs for what it is, and, and I... It's not bad by any means. It's just that... It just I, doesn't tickle your... Uh, no, it doesn't tickle your... my pickle, and I would much rather watch... The social network, and I own the social network, and would much rather watch that. Okay. I just, I mean, I like wolf movies a lot <laughs> because I. I, I feel like you've yet to say which one you like more, though. Yeah, so. what do you like more? Well, maybe, maybe, I mean, let's go- build up to it. Let's build up to it at least. All right, fine. The climax. I feel like I know your answer, but it's okay. I feel like I told you already. I don't think so. All right, well, whatever. I'm just gonna say off the bat, like both movies. Well, first of all, the movies are very similar. They're both, um... Well, mine doesn't have an actor called Michael Assbender, so my movie wins. It's Michael Fassbender. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> they're both written by Sorkin. Yeah, they're both like Sorkin. written by Aaron Sorkin. Both movies are directed by two of, like, one of my favorite directors, David Fincher and uh, Danny Boyle. Um... Yeah, there's a lot. They're both. I think they're both based off books. Uh, Social Network's based off a book called The Accidental Billionaire, and Steve Jobs is based off a book that I can't remember. But I think it was written by Steve Wozniak, and I think the he was book. An ex- yeah. Oh shit. And um, I think I believe Steve Wozniak was like an executive producer on Steve Jobs. I could be wrong. Wow. Okay. Um. What's and- What's really interesting is that I really like. Um, Fincher. Yeah. And you are not the biggest fan of Fincher. Yeah. For some I'm reason. Not sure. Which is really interesting because you're very much dialogue based in your, your yeah. movie selections. And the one movie that you like of Fincher, Zodiac, 
is the one Fincher movie I don't like. There's, like, I like some Fincher movies. I just can't get to that next. Yeah. Like, I like Social Network. I I would say... I I would say Zodiac is definitely my favorite just because of like the, the not Alien the, Three the, Alien Three is like no just because the subject the subject manner of Zodiac I think is what I'm so into the subject manner did I say that yeah mm-hmm. subject matter thank you for correcting me you're welcome Michael was just gonna let me let me go with it. <laughs> what are friends for he was yeah um, subject matter of Zodiac myself right now <laughs> um, and like I don't know I don't know if it has anything to do with Fincher to be like I don't know. I mean, you would think I would like Social Network quite a bit, too, mm-hmm. but I guess Zodiac is just, like, enough for me to to really get into it. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Max has a lot to say about the Social Network. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess I'm just not the biggest Fincher fan. I don't know. I kind of just feel like a disconnect when I watch his movies, and I can't say they're bad, you know? What would you say is, like, your favorite Fincher movie? Zodiac. Zodiac? Yeah. Okay. Zodiac, and then I guess... Like, I like Social Network to an extent. What's your favorite Fincher movie? Social Network. Okay. Mine is, uh... Social, the funny thing is Social Network is actually, like, my third favorite. Okay. It actually goes, like, third Social Network, second Fight Club, and first Seven. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. do. Seven is probably my second. A lot of people hate Alien 3, but, like, that's one of my favorite Alien movies. I don't know why. So, mm-hmm. and I was, like, I was, like, pretty shocked to find out that was by Fincher too I was like I wonder why I like this so much yeah he's ah, cause Fincher doesn't even like that movie have Seriously? you seen any I really other like it Micah like Danny Boyle movies um Train Spotting and Train Spotting 2 is that it I think so what are some of his yesterday. others yesterday oh yesterday uh, yesterday's okay yeah that's interesting now that I think about it I don't really like any of Danny Boyle's movies not to say hours? no I haven't seen it not to say okay. that I don't respect like obviously they're good movies they're just not my movies I'm not gonna like trash on 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 a director because he makes good movies and I respect them for what they are because there's a lot of art and integrity that go behind them but they're just not for me, you know. Yeah, I mean I'm like a really big like Train Spotting fan and like I don't know. I like Train Spotting too more than the first Train Spotting, which is that's a, you know what that's very it's more optimistic I very guess. Very valid, to be honest. Have you seen you Twenty Eight Days Later? No, I actually haven't all the way through. Huh. I, w- I recently watched that and like I like it a lot more than I used to. Interesting. Danny Boyle's got like a really. That's why Yesterday is such like a a weird movie because his style is really gross. A lot of his movies are kind of like. What do you mean by gross? Like grimy and grainy, uh, and just like dirty and yeah, like like. Twenty eight days later, one hundred twenty seven hours, Slumdog Millionaire, which I haven't even seen. Maybe but that's why I'm not a huge fan because I don't like the grittiness of it. I remember when we were watching Train Spotting two, and like there's that scene. Spoilers if you haven't seen Train Spotting two, where um, is that one character? The guy tries to like suffocate himself with the bag over his head, and then Ewan McGregor's character saves him, and he just vomits, and you just out loud are like, why are these movies so disgusting? Yeah, there was an even worse part from Trainspotting, which I don't even want to, like, oh, yeah. the first one, that I don't even want to talk There's about. That, those movies are full of just disgusting scenes. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen Sunshine? No. Is that I'm by like, him? Yeah, not the biggest fan of that one, but that one's kind of, like, like grimy and... We were, I just think of grain. His movies are so grainy. Me and you were talking it. about this the other day, but, like, Danny Boyle has, like, a really, like, random track record. Oh, yeah. Like, he's so, like, he does movies like Train Spotting, and then he does Yesterday, and then he yeah. does Yeah, and normally, like, hours. I'm kind of weird about that. Like, he obviously does have his style, but, 
like, yeah, his stories and scripts are all so different in genres. They vary. And I'm normally, like, kind of... Like, I like... I don't, I don't like directors who do the same thing over and over and over, obviously, but I do like to see, you know, them handling stories that are, you know, that their style flourishes, and you can see, like, a through line. And Boyle kind of, like, still has a style, but it's just so all over the place, and I, I really appreciate that. And I, I find that rare um, for me. I feel like you, like, really can't... Like, oh, like with la- lack of a better term, okay. boil down Danny Boyle's <laughs> style. Yeah, because, I mean, like I you, can, you can, you can, um, you can say things for sure. You can definitively right. say that the guy likes grain and he likes, um, oh, let's see, he likes like, cur- like weird angles and grain mm-hmm. and. Yeah, like, I remember a speci- very specific shot that stuck with me. It was just, it was just two people. Um, I think it was in Train Spotting. Sorry, I'm. I think the first one. I'm not sure if it was the second one. It was just two people talking, and they had an angle where, like, if you were talking, Kyle, the the camera was just like right here, oh, angling yeah. down at them, and it, I had just not seen that before, and it was like yeah. very unique. He does like, really and it worked for angles. his movie. And that's, I mean, he definitely does do that in Steve Jobs, but like Steve Jobs, comparatively, as well as Yesterday, they're very clean. They're cleaner movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. they're more accessible to like a wider audience. Yeah, they still he still has his weird angles. Maybe not so much Yesterday. I feel like Yesterday is a little bit more mainstream, mm-hmm. but I, I still like really liked Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but Steve Jobs is kind of like a bridge. It seems like I'm wondering if Boyle is going to start doing more yeah um, accessible stuff yeah. because Steve Jobs is kind of like a old and new type thing. Even like you look at like the. Uh, like the the structure how it goes from like 16 millimeter to digital yeah. so it goes from like dirty to clean kind of mm-hmm. I, don't know. I think that was the his he was kind of incorporating his i guess editing of his other movies into it and i think that's that's kind of what threw me off a little bit about steve jobs is like that one scene where they're talking about the computer like trying to say hello or whatever and then suddenly it just randomly cuts to the exit sign. I was and just like, thinking that. And like has like a ringing noise. And it's just like, what? Because like, like the whole movie seems very clean cut. And then it'll have that. Or it'll have, I don't remember what it was. But they're just standing in a hallway. And then suddenly on the like the hallway wall, like text just appears like across the, the wall. Do you remember what I'm talking about? And Steve Jobs? Yeah. And it just appears on the wall. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember that. specifically. But it's just like the whole movie is so... For the most part, clean cut, and then you'll have these random oh, edits yeah. that you're just like, wait, what? Yeah, it definitely seems. So like I think Boyle. that that kind of throws me off a little bit that's about part, Steve Jobs. I don't know. It's kind of part of his style. Like, I I, I understand it's part bit. of his style, but I don't know. It throws me off a little bit. I mean, I think that's understandable. It's not entirely consistent, it's, especially that exit sign. It's just like, all right, that yeah. Was, it's like, where that did that come from? Super necessary. No. Like we could have just. We know what an exit. Wait, sign what was he like. talking about? I can't. <laughs> oh, the exit sign. See, like I don't even notice because it's like. Everything flows so perfectly. It's, it took me out of it a little bit. I mean, bit. like, I think, for me, his editing is, like, controlled chaos, kind of. Mm-hmm. Everything feels like it has its place, but it's... Everything feels, like, crazy, but in the right way. I don't know. I think... I th- I still, like... Like, David Fincher, just to, like, kind of transition mm-hmm. to talking about him a little bit, I, I think he definitely has, like, a more 
you can more nail down like what his, the type of movies he makes. Like he tends to make types movies. of movies. Yeah. yeah, he tends to make movies that are usually, for the most part, there a lot of them are like crime movies. A lot of them are thrillers. A lot of them are about like really gross yeah. subject matter. Yeah. Or really intense subject matter. And with Danny Boyle, you don't know what you're getting. He's just like kind of. Yeah. But I think his style is more apparent. But I also, but I think that like you know what movies you're gonna get out of Fincher more. Mm-hmm. Right. So for I think sh- that's the difference. I think for sure. And David Fincher's style is very like. I often would use like the word very clinical, very controlled, like very locked. He rarely I uses think, like um, handheld. Yeah, one of the words I think I remember using for Danny Boyle when I was watching the Train Spotting movies is like it's one of the most like ADHD movies I've ever watched, where it's just like <laughs> like it I just mean, feels for like Train Spotting. Yeah, so it just feels right. like it's all over the place, and like Steve Jobs isn't like that very much, but I, I think just that like. I mean, honestly, it could affect me different differently because I actually have ADHD and, like, you don't and maybe, like, that you can... I don't know if that has anything to do with it, you know? But... Mm. Like, you find it more distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost distracting for me because I'm trying to keep up and my brain, like, just can't do it. I get you. I mean, and then, like, when it comes to Fincher, I think it's not, like, a problem I have, but I think it's maybe why I don't identify with, with his movies as much. It's just because I don't really... I definitely think Fincher does do a good job of staying indifferent when he tells, like, when he's telling stories, and, mm-hmm. like, he definitely just wants to, like, stand back and let the movie play out. Yeah. He kind of gets all perspectives. But I think, I almost think that, like, that's, that might be his fault, or at least that's why I don't connect mm-hmm. with him, because it's, like, a long, like, when, when, when doing that, when stepping back and letting the movie play out, I almost feel, like, a, a lack of human emotion. Like, in, his in personality his doesn't shine through as much. Yeah, and it almost, like, you don't feel his touch. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel a human... Like, it doesn't feel like a human a human touch, kind of. See, of you could um, argue that's, like, in t- completely yeah, exactly. intentional. Because I've heard... I've seen behind the scenes yeah. about how he talks about how he, like, made certain movies. And often, like, when talking about his camera movement, it's very, like... You can tell he wanted to go out of his way to almost make it seem, like, robotic or kind right. of, like... Yeah, and if that was intentional, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. just not quite my thing but yeah well the, there are very similar parallels between steve jobs and and mark zuckerberg and the social network in which they're like brilliant kind of d- assholes they're kind of douchebags to like the people around them but they're brilliant and there were what's interesting is i find a lot more sympathy for mark zuckerberg because he seems to have like a humane part about him and he's like he is kind of selfish, but when I'm watching Steve Jobs, specifically Michael Fassbender's Steve Jobs, I can't sympathize with him at all. I'm just like, he's an asshole. Like, why do I care about this guy? And to kind of just clarify, you're talking about, like, the clear, the char- how their characters, the people are being portrayed. Cause, yeah. Because obviously, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I get you. Obviously, um, you know, we don't know the people really. No, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Mark Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs were actually assholes in real life. I don't know that, but how they were portrayed in these movies, that's how they're portrayed. Can you put them on there? And, uh, yeah. I don't know, I just couldn't get behind this Steve Jobs, but Mark Zuckerberg, I, I could get behind uh, a little bit in his... Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you say that, because it's like... The complete exactly opposite for you? the opposite for me. That's it's so interesting. Apparently there were, like, a lot of... Like, they were really bending the truth uh, on the social network. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I think, like, the major thing that everybody talks about is, like... Um, like, I don't know how much you remember when the last time you watched Social Network was, but, um, throughout the movie, 
like there's like this through line of like well in the beginning he gets broken up with that girl yeah that girl didn't exist like she's completely fictional yeah and uh mark zuckerberg interesting interestingly enough like when talking about the movie was like like yeah it's it's weird because like you know i've i've been dating the same girl since before i even made facebook and we're married now and we've been dating this whole time so it's like how can but but um the um the the blog post that he writes at the beginning is like word for word like taken off of Mm -hmm. wherever he was writing that about some girl so and that's in the movie so it's like yeah the character's fictional the character's fictional but it was almost like created out of necessity because i mean like who is he talking about clearly he's talking about someone yeah yeah um, and it's kind of a through line throughout the movie of like you kind of you kind of pick up that like he's like like the the reason he's making like this website is because he's like it has something to do with like either impressing his ex-girlfriend or trying to like stick it to her or something right. like that because it like keeps coming up and even like shows up at like the end of the movie when he's like right. sitting there refreshing the page which is the saddest thing it is <laughs> I mean, like, the whole subplot with, like, Steve Jobs, and I think it was, like, his kid or who wasn't his kid, however they're arguing with it, I didn't really care about that. I was, like, just, I don't care. <laughs> like, it was, like, every little personal thing about Mark Zuckerberg I was, like, really invested into. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything about Steve Steve Jobs and his personal life. Like, I thought the, the stuff about the technology and, like, the the confrontations he had with the people within his group were like genuinely really interesting and had really great dialogue but then you bring in like the kid and it feels like it just slows down the movie completely like puts it to a halt and i'm just like yeah and i and one thing i really appreciate is that mark zuckerberg or uh jesse eisenberg i've seen how mark zuckerberg acts in like interviews and stuff like that and i feel like jesse eisenberg does his own version of that but he still portrays it really well like kind of the bluntness of mark zuckerberg and how he's very dry and jesse eisenberg does that really well and yes michael fassbender was good but i feel like it wasn't something where like jesse eisenberg i feel like not a whole lot of other people can do that you know yeah i totally disagree well what about michael fassbender specifically was like i would say like voice and facial expressions can could not be replicated I read on IMDb that see that uh, Michael Fassbender said that he I don't I want to be like I don't want to like overshoot it but I think he he read the script like over a hundred times and he memorized it mm-hmm. and I feel like he just had every mannerism every like voice crack every single thing just completely down and just. I don't know. I just every single sentence that comes out of his mouth and and word like I don't know. I just I just believe, and it, it's it's super unnatural and unorthodox. And I don't know anything about Steve Jobs. Do you know what he sounds like? Honestly, Does... if that's not how Steve Jobs talks or acts at all, I don't really give a shit. But like, I mean, Fazbender does not sound like that. I really like what mm-hmm. he did with his voice is remarkable, and his facial acting too, mainly with his eyes. And I mean, as far as like Jesse Eisen. Eisenberg goes I mean I, I think he like looks like Mark Zuckerberg to an extent mm-hmm. but like saying nobody else could do that I disagree I think that honestly 
I think that um, there's a chance that Justin Timberlake could have played a better could have played a better Mark Zuckerberg. So interesting. That's just my opinion. I think that uh, Jesse Eisenberg. I mean, I suppose you could say he was born for that role, but I mean, he does kind of that the character he's playing in the Social Network. Obviously, he's playing Mark Zuckerberg, but you could argue that he's kind of playing the same character in a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. He's good at that. It's kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not in everything. Playing but an energetic kind of douchebag. Yeah, I mean, like a kind of like a like a stuttering, like hyper know it all, know it all. Who's kind of an asshole, but you kind of has like a charm to him, um, like a nerd and stuff. Like he, he's pretty good at that. Um, and I mean, I don't know. They're both good performances. I just think that like you said, you don't think anybody could have done that. Ashton Kutcher or replicated, <laughs> yeah, or re- replicated what these actors pulled off in these specific performances i think that fassbender sticks out a lot more to me mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't i don't think anybody could have done what he did and not necessarily played that character okay um i would go so far as to say that i feel like the entire cast in both movies like the actors weren't like spot on like when i for instance like i don't think michael fassbender like is resemblance wise doesn't really yeah. like look like no. um Steve Jobs nor does Seth Rogen look like Steve Wozniak but like they play the characters the representations of them in the movie like yeah. they're like I think I think the story they're trying to fine. tell they they they're absolutely perfect right over. that's the thing is like yeah when it comes down to like the best for the movie and not like whether they yeah. look like them or not like you don't really care like, yeah it's, it's and i honestly think sitting here and arguing which movie is more accurate right it, it would yeah. be just like pointless and exhausting yeah there comes a point when a, like a movie's so entertaining and so well put together that you don't care how yeah. accurate it is i it's find just, like, put okay i find the supporting cast of the social network to be much more entertaining i'm not saying they're better because there are many performances and like Jeff Bridges and Seth Rogen who are, are Jeff Daniels. Who did I say? Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. <laughs> who is No, not Jeff Bridges. Bridges. I'm having a stroke here. It's okay, it's okay. Jeff Daniels. It's and just like your opinion, man. <laughs> That's right. Wait, it's so a, you're saying was my social network. So social network has more entertaining uh like more who? entertaining supporting cast. Like who? Um like Andrew Garfield and Justin Timberlake, I think are yeah. absolutely perfect, phenomenal. And not that they're better in the way that they act, but I find their characters, at least, and the way they portray them, much more... I, I can't think of a better word. It just entertains me. The other ones in, in Steve Jobs, yeah, they're, they're great performances, but it's not quite as entertaining to me. It's like... I would say what I like is not only, I think... Like the main character in Steve Jobs is is fascinating, and his whole philosophy is fascinating. But what I find fascinating, specifically about the side characters, is not only who they are, but the relationship with the main character. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what I found like really compelling. And like I, I was I was always excited when him and Jeff Daniels were going at it because it's it's not only like understanding these individual characters but it's understanding each relationship and each right. dynamic like like steve jobs has like a very different dynamic with kate winslet's character than he does with um, right. seth rogan's character and it honestly just goes to show like 
how complex of a person Steve Jobs apparently this, was. The you know? same could very much be said about the social network. You I guess see, I just didn't like connect with that. You as much. see how he addresses Justin Timberlake versus how he addresses addresses Andrew Garfield. Obviously, very different outcomes. But I don't think it's as prominent of a part of the movie. I don't think that's that's what their goal. I do think the goal in Steve Jobs is to establish like all of his the entire dynamics. the entire movie is about the lawsuit between Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and... but I, I'm saying it's not a. I don't think, I don't think, like the script for Social Network is setting out to really show you. I mean, honestly, I I wouldn't say that that he acts very different around different people. May, yeah, I guess you could say, like, Justin Timberlake, because he's, like, he admires Justin Timberlake's mm-hmm. character. But I don't think you could say the same about other characters. I think he's fa- he's fairly similar, and he's, like, very blunt and kind of douchey, like you said, and, and talks fast. And, is try- and he thinks he's always the smartest person in the room type thing. But in Steve Jobs, I really like... I mean, I, I think same could be said, but he also has a different dynamic with people, and he sh- and you can tell when he respects somebody, you can tell when he doesn't, you can tell when um, he feels above someone, and maybe when he feels threatened, and mm-hmm. and I just like that that subtle aspect, and I and I do think that you learn a lot about his character through his relationships, um, and I I mean I don't know I I can't say that the same doesn't go for S- Social Network, but I definitely didn't feel that watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting because everything I say about the social yeah. network, you feel the exact opposite about, and you think the same way about yeah. the, uh, Steve Jobs, and I everything you say positive. Yeah, I mean they're both they're both Sorkin yeah. movies. They're very similar. They're both about yeah these smart, kind of supposedly jerky people yeah. to an extent, and and you know, um, and it's and it's very interesting. Is he falling asleep like that? <laughs> Just leave him. Just leave him. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I guess to kind of take the, take this elsewhere, I think the structure of Steve Jobs is the thing that I admire most about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the script, I mean, if we're talking script-wise, I, I really, really like the structure of Steve Jobs, um, and how each act, is, like, it's very Birdman-y in the sense where, like, all the locations are, like, in an auditorium, and mm-hmm. and, it, and it definitely feels like a play to a certain extent. To that's a certain pro- extent. I think that's why I didn't like it, necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's why I liked it, you know, because I, I like Birdman as well, and I like settings like that, and um, and I like how each day takes place, or e- each act takes place on a different day instead of literally just starting when they were developing the computer, which I think, I believe Jobs did that. The Ashton Kutcher one, I don't know, though. I never saw it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I, I don't find that nearly as interesting. And it's amazing to me that I love a, a movie about Steve Jobs so much because I don't I don't know anything about it. I mean, I don't really care. It's not like I... I mean, I do care, but it's not something I really find super interesting. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, were, they made me so interested and the fact that it's, like, one of my favorite movies, basically, is amazing to me. And I do think of a lot of it has to do with the structure and the filmmaking and the way the script is outlined and how each act, you know... You learn from him um, through these um, specific days in his career and what's going on. You learn about him and um, his outlook and how he feels about things. And I also love the the technology transition yeah. thing where it's like 16 millimeter. I do appreciate digital. that That's a lot. That's like one of the most brilliant things. I, I, I adore that. So... Um, yeah, I would say structure. And I mean, I think you said you like the structure of 
social network. Yeah, I, w- I would just say um, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of how a lot of the movie for Steve Jobs seems to take place in like the same location. For me, that becomes like a little derivative, and it's just like I don't know. I want to change. I want to. Yeah, I mean that's where you and me will totally yeah. disagree. Yeah, and the I love social network. Like that, so. The social network. I like that. There's always a change, and I mean it also takes place over a long period of time, and I like the change of college to courtroom i love the editing when they're cutting back and forth between what they're talking about in their little i don't know what they call it it's not a courtroom but they're little like like office their yeah, conference I, room where they have yeah. legal stuff yeah going i like on. that too i really like how they cut back and forth between that mm-hmm. and was it was there i don't remember a lot of cutting back and forth between like steve jobs it seemed very like one note like just kind of playing out no chron- it, chronological. Definitely, it definitely did that i like, cut back and forth yeah. i think both movies were like edited yeah, 100%. I just, I think that, um, I guess I should say that the parts of Steve Jobs' life that they chose to focus on, I find more interesting. Um, and I disagree. And I mean, they have different lives, obviously, yeah. so we couldn't, you couldn't do the same. But, again, I find it way more interesting than if you would just start, like most movies like that would start at the very beginning and you'd learn how he started doing that and, I mean, what if the movie started out and you're already, like, at the beginning of his career, you know, and you're learning things. And and they do cut back quite a bit, but it's it does not slow down the movie at all. They don't, like, stop the movie to be like, oh, here is when they started it. It, it complements what's happening, mm-hmm. and right. it cuts back, like, the perfect times. I definitely, like, agree with, like, one of my favorite parts about Steve Jobs is the structure and how yeah. it's, like... Like, obviously, it's very stereotypical for, like, um... Like a what would you call it? Autobiography. What, what do you? A, a bi- like a biopic. Autopic. Biopic. Autopic. Why I couldn't think of, yeah. the, mo- of the word biopic, but um, seem to be a lot of them being made now, which I'm happy about. Yeah, well, like it's very stereotypical. To an extent, though. Sorry to interrupt you, but like normally I don't get excited about these type of movies. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. Um, it's very stereotypical for like a biopic to be like. Yeah. All right. You see how what his childhood was, and now yeah. you're gonna see the origin, and you will see his whole life. It's too easy. But like to like, it was like one of the first movies that I saw that it was like, oh yeah, you could do a biopic and just like make it about three very specific moments in time. Yeah. And it was completely unique. Before I saw the movie, I didn't know it was like that at all. And, and I, I still think that you learn just as much, maybe even more, than if they would have told it normally like about this person well also there was a movie like i don't know how many years prior called obviously jobs with ashton kutcher yeah yeah which i mean i don't know how you guys feel about it i have not seen it i haven't seen it either i saw it it's okay it's i it's hard to buy i think that's been like an inside joke amongst at least us two i don't know about ashton kutcher playing i'm steve jobs yeah steve jobs i run apple but like um I don't know. I think a lot of people would agree with me. It's just, I just don't. I think he looks a lot like Steve Jobs, but I don't yeah. buy him as Steve I Jobs. I just yeah. think it's really, really difficult to make the story that they made without, like, for the social network. Yeah, I guess you, you literally lives. cannot right. make the same story without showing his college because that's where the le- it's all about oh, the for legal sure. thing i, I mean yeah. so yeah. it's it's not being like oh we're gonna go back to when he was a kitty and got up to the yeah. point where you just literally cannot make a social network type story with the legal shit if you don't go to like how it was made because there right. was dispute 
over who made it first. I mean, it's essentially it's essentially a courtroom drama. Yeah, like yeah. So I wouldn't say it's it's the guys. same as like starting from they were a kitty and going up to the point where they're in the garage making whatever. Yeah, I'm not uh, critiquing the structure of of that movie because yeah, they're they have different lives obviously, so you can't do mm-hmm. that. It's just like I think I just much prefer the structure of Steve Jobs and you know I just, I just really, really I think like it's it. more like your just style of storytelling yeah. and social network is more my style of storytelling i mean you're not wrong i mean it's like you tend to like a movie that's like that's like oh yeah if i made a movie i would do it that way mm-hmm. that gives me the fuzzies in my brain mm-hmm. yeah you know so yeah and i mean they are similar too which is the, the why i find this conversation so fascinating because you know there's not I mean, there's less separating these two movies than, like, a lot of other movies we, we could talk about, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the small differences that make the world. Right. Um, I just... I also just think it's interesting because they're, like, very, like... They're very similar movies. Yeah. You know, they're both about someone who, like, started, uh, like, a company, um, basically. <laughs> on the cover of Steve Jobs, it says, A New American Classic. And then on the social network, it says, An American Landmark. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say Steve Jobs is an American classic. Yeah, I just find it interesting that both covers I mean, are like, we're American I, icons. It's one of my favorite movies, but like, I don't know. Yeah, an American landmark? I don't know, man. I don't know. Was Steve Jobs even like nominated for Best Screenplay? I remember being upset that it wasn't. I don't know. I don't, it didn't, it didn't do like amazing. I don't, I don't even think he was nominated for Best I Actor. think the social, social Network definitely, like, won some I'm not sure. yeah. Academy Awards. But and I, yeah, that's, I think that's, like, the thing that I'm, like, one of the reasons I'm, like, super passionate about this I'm movie Steve is because Jones. I do think, with how similar they are, it frustrates me that Steve Jobs is so overlooked and, and Social Network I would agree with you. So popular. I just think and the I Social not, Network is more easily accessible to a, to a I, honestly, large yeah, audience. I literally think it's as simple as less people saw Steve Jobs because the Ashton Kutcher one came out and they were like, oh, maybe. I don't want to see that. That was before, like, maybe. we have Okay, but think about this, though. Like, if they called the social network Mark Zuckerberg, do you think it would be as popular? I don't if know. If they called Steve know. Jobs Apple, I mean, like, think about it. You know what I mean? Apple. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's just necessarily the title. I, think, I do. Honestly, I do. I think that has a big different. I think it has a, it has a big, um, like, a fucking... Plays a role. I don't Plays know. a role. Yeah. I think I can agree. Then with again, you on if that. they would have called it Facebook, it probably would have like done even bigger. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. When did the social network come out? Like. But I mean, think about this. Like, probably way more people are familiar with like Facebook and shit than they are with like Mac what two. Steve Jobs did. So. Yeah. So I think that has a big role to play in it. And honestly, it also has to do with uh, the time period. Because think about it, the stuff they're talking about took place in like what the eighties and the sixties. I don't remember. Not the 60s. Yeah, that's too early. But, like, Facebook is present. Facebook is now. They're talking about, like, the Mac 2, and, like, it's not something a modern audience would go, oh, hey, I use that. I recognize that. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, what happens in Steve Jobs and, like, how it affected, like, the world was way more um, important than, than, like, the social network story is, personally. Mm -hmm. But, again, yeah, most everybody, and I guess that's why kind of, like, it's a little bit sad to me. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess everybody uses I mean, whenever, Facebook, so. When everybody thinks of Apple, they think of iPhones, and they are their most popular I mean, would products. the iPhone exist without, like, if Steve Jobs... I know, like... But do you think all those people out there that own iPhones go, 
Steve Jobs. Well, no, I don't. I don't think that, and I think that's like what's kind of sad think, about it. Yeah, that's what I think. The difference is, is people kind of connect Mark Zuckerberg to Facebook. People don't necessarily connect iPhones to Steve Jobs. I think they connect the Mac to Steve Jobs. Yeah. Especially. So I think that's the problem is that we don't have like, like the the Mac two or whatever that you know people with the technology can't connect to as easily. I don't easily. know who gives a shit about Facebook anymore though. Let's be real. Forty five year old dads <laughs> talking about their. If their, the social network came out now, children. I don't think it would do very well. I mean, I don't think people like the social network because they like they're a big fan of Facebook. Yeah. They like it because well, of the drama. Not because it's a they're a big fan of Facebook, but because it's so familiar to yeah. them. And at the time it came out, especially what would I come out? 2011? 2010. I mean, get, fuck, man, that was like the peak of it. Do you it, think Steve so. Jobs ever got to see either Steve Jobs movies, or were they both I after? He he no, this away? was after he died. Yeah. What about the other one with Ashton Kutcher? Uh, no, I, I think that was after he died too. Oh, because I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. He didn't wasn't present for either of them because he was. So, like, what do you guys, I mean, I guess we've talked about, like, the performances and stuff. I mean, have we, like, talked about the script very much? Yeah. Scripts? Yeah. Like, I feel like. you told me you, you like Social Network because you think it's, like, way more memorable, like, dialogue Yeah, I think when people, honestly, I know this is, like, a, an, a really overused scene, but when people talk about the greatest pieces of dialogue, greatest pieces of, of script writing ever made, people always tend to point to the um, the Andrew Garfield smashing the laptop um, scene from the social network. The whole sorry, I you left, think, though, you I think left my Prada point, you think, at the dry cleaner. Do people cleaner. point to that? Like, they do, actually. They do. Really? Oh, I've yeah. never seen that scene before yeah. I watched that movie. That scene uh, is actually like extremely iconic. It doesn't seem like it would be, mm. but I like, mean it's great. I'm not saying, but yeah. I don't know. Especially recently when you have Dylan O'Brien reenacting it and doing a great job and reinvigorating that thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I, I stand by. I think Andrew Garfield's the best so part I, of that movie. I think, yeah, I can agree with that. That's what I think the difference is. Is there are many memorable moments out of the Social Network because I've seen both of them once and I liked both of them, but there are a lot more things that I remember and that stand out to me about the Social Network than. Steve Jobs. I mean, they're both, like... Would you go as far as to say they're both, like, talking head movies? Like, the standout thing that that's, like, the center stage on both of them. Yeah. Quoting Steve Jobs. <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the dialogue. Like, they're talking head movies. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I would even disagree with the fact. Like, I mean, yeah, when I think of Social Network, that scene is definitely the scene that I think about first. But, like, with Steve Jobs... I don't know. I feel like as a whole, it's stronger because there are moments in Social Network that are really strong. I think it's just like Steve Jobs from beginning to end really feels like mm-hmm. like a beautiful piece of music that's just like you have to, like you don't like classical music. You kind of right. have to hear the whole mm-hmm. the whole bit of it, otherwise you don't get the full emotional experience, kind of thing. Um, and like. But every tune has a chorus you can hum, and if there's no chorus that you can remember to hum, no one's going to remember it. What? Where did that beautiful analogy come from? But, like, I think my my argument is, like... I did not expect that from you, Micah. Thank you. I I, I don't know. I don't think... I don't know. I don't really know what to say to that. What do you say to that? (laughs) Except for, like, no. I'm I'm sorry, but people can hum all day long. Well, on the it, social no, network I mean honestly, and... if you're if we're gonna keep the song analogies going, I guess like Social Network is like a really good like like a like a decent song with one really cool part. I guess like 
like when the chorus only happens once, you know how like there's a really cool part in the song, yeah. and you're like, oh, it only comes up once. That's kind of weird. I think, it and comes then the up rest, and then the times. rest of the song kind of is just like, all right. Whereas like Steve Jobs, I feel like it's just this constant like build where I'm always invested the whole. It's just time. always dubstep. It's like not the comparison I would make. Nope. No, not at all. You said it was a constant build, so I was just making a parallel. <clears throat> constant emotional build. I know. I like both movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I like both of them, too. I just don't... Movie. I'm just, like... I just feel like I'm, like, the referee in between you guys. Like, hold I me mean, back, hold me back. I can't pretend I wasn't, like, underwhelmed when I watched Social Network, but mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed myself, and I, and I want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, I just think I connected more with the main character and you disagree with that obviously on an, you... in an on an artistic standpoint steve jobs is probably better but i am much more entertained by the social network and there are a lot more things i can grasp onto. so filmmaking wise steve jobs is probably better but social network is something i can it's probably a little easier to consume do you think that the social network more so than Steve Jobs tries to get you to sympathize with the main character? I think so. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. Well, I also think there's just... In general, there's... But like, would you... There's more to sympathize... Yeah. With, with Mark with, Zuckerberg and yeah. the social network? How it, at least how it's portrayed in the movie. Okay, well, let me ask... But So you would you consider that like a positive aspect of the movie? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like a positive or negative. I'd just say that that's just... The difference between them. I mean, I don't know. Totally forgetting about how like who these people were in real life and how they yeah, actually right, were. Right, right. I I think that the characters. I mean, okay. If I'm being honest, I think that the the character in a social network is way less is way more unlikable than the character in Steve Jobs, which we disagree with. Mm-hmm. But I do think objectively that the movie tries to get you to sympathize with them and um um. I guess identify with him and almost feel bad for him to an mm-hmm. extent. Where I think that Steve Jobs, um, kind of lets you have your own opinion a little bit. Like he is a dick. He's not always a dick. Mm-hmm. You know, like again, he has different dynamics. He treats people differently. He has respect for people. He's less one note. He's not one note. He's not just like fuck everybody. Right. In fact, you could argue some. He's not really fuck anybody necessarily because you see like different sides of him throughout the movie but it's not ever trying to emotionally manip- manipulate me into liking him mm-hmm. and you don't have to like him to to enjoy the movie and 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 i think honestly want to root for him as well like you can root for him and not necessarily like him as a person see i wonder if that's the like uh the wozniak connection yeah because you know this was based off like a book that mm-hmm. i believe steve wozniak wrote and he was also an executive producer. Obviously someone who's... If there was anybody who was, like, the closest to Steve Jobs who could, like, be there to be like, oh, yes, this this definitely, like, is a good representation of the man that I knew, mm-hmm. it would be him. Mm-hmm. As with the social network, like, I don't... Zuckerberg was not involved at all. I don't, I'm not entirely yeah. sure who wrote the book, but I don't think it was... I don't think it was, like, Eduardo. I th- you know. Yeah. So I just... I want... There's definitely, like, I can definitely see how that would affect, like, the nuances of how each character is depicted. I mean, I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this, but I didn't like... That's why I didn't like Ladybird. I want someone I can root for and someone I'm... I want 
even if it's not the main character, I want like a character where I can be like, yeah, come on, you got it, you can do this. Even and, if you don't necessarily like them, I think you can still want them to succeed. I didn't feel that way at all. I mean, I feel that way about the social network, but I thought Steve Jobs was in the movie was so much more of an asshole. He was like almost like unforgiving. I don't know if I, I I didn't see it like that. Like I think you kind of nailed it, like the one note aspect of it. Not to say necessarily the character is one note in a social network, but I do feel like he was kind of like personality wise very consistent, and I like how his personality and Steve Jobs is all over the place, and you can't ever really get a read on him. Like the second you think he's an asshole, he says something kind of charming, and you're like, oh, that's that's kind of nice, and then he shoots you down in the next scene. And it's just see, I think. I kind of agree with Micah in a sense, but, like, more so with, like, I think it's more complicated in that with the social network, and I don't I don't know if you guys interpret it the same way, but I kind of get the idea in the social network that Mark Zuckerberg was, like, he was going out of his way to try to almost, like, like putting on a performance in a weird way. In a very, very subtle way. Like, he felt like he needed to take charge in this way. And this is how you're supposed to treat people yeah. for people to respect you. But it's not necessarily coming in exactly from the heart. As with Steve Jobs, you believe everything he says to, like, an absolute yeah. T. Everything feels absolutely authentic. I buy, I buy that Which I sure. think might be why some people consider, like, Steve Jobs in this movie just kind of unredeemable. Yeah, I would say, Jet, like... I, I just, like, I think it's, like, more okay. complicated nuance but to that, that point, to that point... I think I think you actually nailed it on the head there, um, where like when he's saying things that are really mean and harsh, you believe yeah, it. But right. when he's saying things that are kind and kind mm-hmm. of like out of nowhere, you also believe it. I find so it, I, he's a very tr- honest. Like right. the character is very honest, and I think that's why I like it because everything I fucking believe everything coming out of his mouth. And then like you have Zuckerberg, who like you said seems like there's a performance going on there mm-hmm. within the performance. Yeah, and then. You never really know how to feel or what to believe. Like the I, I characters honestly. keeping everything. Close I find to it much chest. more easier. Does that even make sense? Much more easier. Much easier yeah, sure. to sympathize with uh, Mark Zuckerberg as a character because you can see the insecurity like inside right. of him. Like he's putting on a performance because he's so insecure. When you have how it's portrayed in Steve Jobs, like this just cocky, pompous asshole. It's like that that doesn't show any sign of weakness. I mean, it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, yeah, I love that guy. When you show someone who has, like, very human characteristics that everyone feels, I I feel like I get more of that out Mm -hmm. of the social network. I think the only time we get, like, a glimmer of, like, like, just, like, of the, um... Human side? (laughs) Sure. I was trying to think of a different word, but, yeah, like, just a more... Human side, I guess, to Steve Jobs would be like towards the end. Like, I have a with his daughter. I have a big soft spot for the scene with his daughter. It's a little like yeah. No, I, I like all the stuff with his daughter. I don't know. Some people would maybe consider that stuff like a, a tiny bit cheesy, but like I just I I'm a sucker. So. I would I, I would consider that emotionally manipulative in a way. No, I disagree. I really How like so? it. What do you mean by emotionally? That? It's like this whole story is about him and his like problems with with the company. And then you just, like, throw in this, like, sob story with his daughter just to be like, see, look, he's a person. He's a... Latch on to him. See, I disagree. 
I don't know when the last time you saw the movie was, but um, but you just said you feel like, like that's a through that's a through line throughout the whole movie. Yeah, is the thing with his is. daughter, and he's an. And they spend a lot of time, time on it. Like, I know, but like I said, I feel like the movie like completely slows down and comes to a halt. Like we're just waiting for the next part of the the well, the Apple stuff to come up. I mean, it's character building. I mean, you gotta you gotta do that. We're all best friends here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, again, that plays into the whole, like, how he has different dynamics with everybody. And, mm-hmm. and he's kind of, like, rejecting his daughter for, like, the majority of the movie. And then by the end, like, he's still, like, kind of being an asshole. But, like, he, he doesn't, like, make up. It's not like they live happily ever after. But you kind of feel like he's finally accepting mm-hmm. her in his life a little bit. Yeah. And, and I really like that. I think it's subtle. I think it's subtle, um, personally. But... I don't think it's emotionally manipulative. I don't know. Can we say things that, like, we both are, like... Or that we all are, like... Both movies? Cause yeah, I, just, I had one thing... One last thing to compare. I that we can like, just do it really quickly. I know, yeah. we're being, like, too negative, I think. Because we, we all yeah. like these movies. Yeah, we do. Um, I just wanted to know, like... Do you... How do you guys feel about, like, the differences between, like... How Boyle-style compliments Sorkin's writing... Compared to Fincher-style complimenting... Sorkin's script? I think his dialogue, Sorkin's dialogue is tremendous. Like, yeah, me too. It's Do you think the direct do you think one of their particular styles complements it better? I on Okay, this is going to be a bold statement, but I think you could basically attach most directors to Sorkin and you, you could get a fantastic movie. It's just Maybe. I don't know. I just am blown away by his dialogue. I think both directors are smart enough to for the most part like let his dialogue guide the movie yeah because i could very much see like a director like imagine if you attached like michael bay oh yeah to like a okay uh, yeah you you, you like and, and if you and if he was like doing like all the distracting visual stuff like you couldn't yeah. pay attention to anything it would be I like, just i love how each director is just so precise with with their yeah. words and this it's not like these long you awkward pauses yeah. yeah it's not these long awkward pauses in between each character it's like dialogue 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 and it's like it's just like an attack of, of dialogue and i love it it's just like coming at you all at once and i feel like david, it's unrelenting david fincher is like an extremely like precise director like he does a lot of lockdown shots but they're always like very like like he spent all day thinking about the framing yeah, and everything I mean, and it very much fits his Aaron Sorkin style of dialogue and just like what's really funny though for me Boyle and Sorkin's script and like the story being told is mm-hmm. it just all complements each other because I think that like the story itself is controlled chaos you feel like yeah. like Steve Jobs wants to be in control and everything's happening at all times, there's all this shit going on. There's so much to keep an eye on and pay attention to. And in a lot of ways, I think Boyle's style is like controlled chaos as well. And I just feel like it melds perfectly together. I think David Fincher was actually smart enough in actually like letting his style take a backseat a little bit. You but might, he, you might he, disagree with me. I think he me. always does that, though. No, I think he yeah. especially does that in The Social Network. Like, because when I think of The Social Network, I think of it as like barely a David Fincher movie. Fair enough. Because, like, I more so you could, you could very much make a very real case that this is more so an Aaron Sorkin movie than a David Fincher movie. Like he has a cameo, and I think he directs like one shot in the movie. Interesting. Um, 
I very, like, I actually watched it behind the scenes, like, a few days ago of The Social Network and watching David Fincher talk about it and, like, literally talking about how he almost, like, wanted to go out of his way to, like, not give the movie a very specific, like, look. Like, almost being the style and look of the movie being the lack of one. And, I, I don't know, just an interesting factoid about, like, the cinematography. I, I, I'm pretty sure this was, like, one of the first major movies to come out that was shot on the, um, the red epic cameras. Oh, like, the, the digital. Um, and it's still, like, it came out in 2010, and it still looks, like, great. Um, this is, like, when digital cameras were starting to actually, like, look closer to, like... Yeah. Um, Film. 35mm. I think maybe one of the first digitally shot movies was Attack of the Clones. You watch that now, it looks like a soap opera, but, like... Yeah. You know, this, keep comparing but it's fine because i feel like boyle was one of the first people to really dip into the the digital realm too with what movie 28 days later that's oh yeah that's an interesting connection Doesn't that too. movie look like dookie though he filmed it on handy cams yeah it's very yeah, interesting. interesting it's very interesting i used yeah. to not like it but i think i do now i think i really do yeah I, danny boyle has always been like a very like like, he, like, uses GoPro, especially, like, a movie like 127 Hours. Yeah. He's using, like, camera footage. And I it's dig like, it. I it's, really It's like crazy it. all over the place. It gets very experimental with... But, yeah, I mean, just to say a couple positive things about Social Network, I... It's fast-paced. I mean, it's got that Sorkin writing. Um, it's, it's, it's entertaining, and I can definitely see myself watching it again, and I think Andrew Garfield's amazing in that movie. Um, I just want to say that, like... Obviously, both these movies are written by the same screenwriter, but like as far as like Aaron Sorkin goes as a screenwriter, like I've always, I've always been like a much bigger fan of. I think it's really easy to make the comparison between like someone like Aaron Sorkin versus like Quentin Tarantino because both screenwriters have a very like, like, you can very much pinpoint their style. They're both very wordy, but I think yeah. there's a very significant difference oh, between yeah. them in that like. Quentin Tarantino is very, like, I would say very character-based. He wants you to, like, know all the little, like, yeah. details about a character, how they drink their coffee. They how, maybe don't even matter. What yeah. they think about, um, you know, a certain TV show. And, you know, like, some people, I think it really comes down to, like, a preference. Yeah. But, like, for me with Aaron Sorkin, what's always been more engaging is that he, his focus is on, like, what the character wants and, like, the action. And, like, <coughs> it's, it's much more, it's much more, like... It definitely, like, helps drive the plot forward, um, which I think, just for me personally, it's a lot more engaging, um, and you can still, like, have, like, that wordy, like, those those back and forths is, like, what his, I'm a big fan yeah, of. His screenwriting feels like poetry. Back and forths, like, <coughs> as opposed to monologues, I think, for the yeah. most part. I would say, yeah, when you think of Tarantino, you think of, like, a monologue. And more Tarantino's kind of, like, playwright-y. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. that, like, Sorkin's very... I don't know. It, it definitely feels like it flows like music. Or, like, poetry. Or just... Mm -hmm. Like, Shakespearean kind of... I don't know. Yeah. So, uh... Fun fact. Uh, Aaron Sorkin used to be, like, addicted to cocaine. <laughs> oh, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I can sense. see it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um question of the day so uh, oh yeah. yeah i gotta know which do you prefer i like both movies a lot i'm shocked i don't own steve jobs on blu-ray but gun to my head the social network Hell i figure yeah, i just like i don't know hey you've only seen steve jobs once though right no i've seen it a couple times oh, okay i saw it in theaters okay interesting okay. yeah 
Okay, I'm in the minority here. That's okay. It's okay. Fair game. I mean, I won, so it's fine. I'm just joking. Yeah, shut up. I have seen Social Network more, though, but I, I, mm-hmm. it's probably, like, maybe one or two other times. Would you say that the Social Network, I'm not saying one is better than the other, would you say the Social Network is more rewatchable? No. Really? Not for me. Okay. No. Definitely not. I mean, I've, I've probably seen Steve Jobs, like, four or five times. Okay. Um, for me, I feel like the Social Network sticks out in my brain more. Even though you could argue Steve Jobs has, like, a lot more, like, going for it. Like, it's... I feel like Danny Boyle's style complements... I think that's kind of where I agree with you. I think it complements Steve Jobs more. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like... It's, like, a more of a... It's more of a consistent, like, through line as opposed to social network. Like, the highs are really high. I would... Ag- so you I, kinda... I mean, I guess I would agree to an extent... Not like the highs itself are higher than Steve Jobs' highs, right. but I would agree that like, I mean, it does kind of feel like, like this for me for Social mm-hmm. Network, whereas like Steve Jobs is kind of this. It's always on this plane where I'm like so into it. Which one do you think has the better music? I think is an interesting. Oh, question. the Social Network hands down. I feel like that might be the one where the Social Network kind of. Oh yeah. Steve Jobs. Really? Wow. See, I don't even remember. That's biased. That's I don't remember. Biased. Oh no, no, no. To be fair, like if I was really thinking, I could probably. I could probably think of the social network in my head faster, but yeah. when I think of Steve Jobs, I think of like classical music, and I just feel like it's so perfect for that movie. Just like classical. Not that the music in Steve Jobs is bad. It's just like I couldn't remember like a single tune. No. But like, and I don't think that's a problem though. Like, I think sometimes those are that's like my favorite type of music and movies is when you can't like necessarily right. identify it. Yeah, it's not a problem, it's just yeah. like... I mean, it's awesome when, like, a score is so good and you want to listen to it outside the movie, but, like... Yeah. And I couldn't imagine doing that with any of the music in Steve Jobs, necessarily, but... I don't know, everything just... Again, like, I feel like everything's working... Do Everything's doing its job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, why do we keep doing puns, I feel like? But, yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I love the music, especially the emotional parts. The score is definitely more memorable in The Social mm-hmm. Network. I mean, I can't pretend that it's not because like when i hear it i'm like oh social network you know? yeah i think you can make a very but i honestly i'm not like the biggest fan of it i'm just being honest oh there goes micah just being honest like i, I mean it's not How? like i dislike it but it's like i guarantee you if that same i don't score, think it complements the movie the if way that same score was in steve jobs you'd be like best score hands down i honestly don't know i honestly don't know i mean and honestly, I'm probably biased towards the music in Steve Jobs I think it's because sappy. I like Social Network. More. I think I think the, the I think it's sappy. I don't know. Really? Yeah. In the Social Network? Yeah. That's one of the most depressing scores yeah, I've ever heard in my heck? life. That's what I mean. How's it sappy though? What do you mean by sappy? Isn't sappy like? Oh, I guess sappy. Yeah, it comes like across cheesy. as almost like cheesy. Yeah. That's yeah. not what I meant. I guess I meant like melodramatic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I for, think for what you're watching. I think it's easy to say that. I, I mean, think people always... This guy's, like, losing all of his friends around him, and at the end of the movie, he's, like, the only one in, like, his circle's left. I agree with like, you. I agree. But, I mean, it totally it, again, fits. it's trying to make me sympathize with the character that I think is an asshole. A lot of people say... Too much. A lot of people make this argument about the social network. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, these people are... Oh, yeah, he's getting uh, sued, and, like, uh, he's this guy's leaving the company, and but it's like, how do I... How do I identify or sympathize with any of these people? It's just like, yeah, his... Shares got diluted down to that famous scene, like zero point zero three percent or yeah. whatever. Like you do the math, that's still like millions. So it's like why you know I think for the average oh, moviegoer, but like also like you can't say that you, you wouldn't be a lawyer up. 
asshole. Yes, the classic lion. <laughs> but I also think like if you founded like a company with somebody from the ground up, and yeah. you were getting like one sixteenth of or whatever of the shares or the money coming in, like you can't say that you wouldn't oh, like, yeah. be pissed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's probably yeah. Of course, he's still gonna do like perfectly fine. Yeah, Andrew Garfield just blows me away. Like every he steals a show in every scene that he's in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, out of the two movies, I think he gives the best performance aside from Fassbender. What do you think about Seth Rogen? I think he's good, but I mean, he can't get past Seth. I mean, he's like yeah. giving his best dramatic performance, but I still see Seth Rogen to an yeah. extent. Right, you kind of get. And the it's sense. not his fault. It's just like how his he talks. And I his think you get the sense that like the director really had to like really work with him. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. That's just kind of how. <laughs> him and Fassbender have a really good. Dy- him and Fassbender have a really good chemistry, I think, in that movie. So I don't know. I'd agree. With interesting, you. very interesting casting. Yeah. All right, what do we both like? about this movie? Um, I think I already said, I mean, like, yeah. a lot of things I like about Social Network, I, I, I mean, a lot of things I like about Steve Jobs are in the Social Network to an extent, you mm-hmm. know, mainly, like, with the script and how it flows and the pacing and, yeah, I don't think it's bad. I, I enjoy watching it. It's like, yeah, I don't, I, it's definitely a good movie. What about you with Steve Jobs? What do you mean? Like what are oh, some, what do I? What are yeah, positives? What are some positives? I think there was some pretty great casting in there, and I do like the music. I, I really do, even if I, I like the social networks better. Yeah, I like the music a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the fact that it goes, it changes the the like camera style and stuff, like in between each each day that they go through. Obviously, the dialogue is phenomenal. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like. For us, like I want one of us to both say something we like about the other movie more. Okay, but that's I can't. I honestly am okay. having trouble. Um, one thing we like about the other movie more. I think for me, as far as Andrew Garfield goes, you have like somebody who can. He's definitely somebody you can root for more than, like, anybody in both of the two movies. Mm-hmm. Not to say, like, you're not rooting for Seth Rogen and stuff yeah. or, like, anybody in Steve Jobs necessarily. But, like, you can really back what Andrew Garfield is he going for. He seems more like the closest thing to just, like, an average, like, college kid. Yeah, just, out of, just, like... Yeah. Just wants to, you know, party every once in a while and make yeah. some money and meet some girls. Yeah. I would say for me, for Steve Jobs, this the style of it, just the cinematography mm-hmm. is gorgeous. It just looks really good, especially with the uh, like I said the the shift in the technology used to yeah. shoot the film. I just think it looks really good. I think sixteen millimeter film is just like inherently like gorgeous, <sighs> even though some people would consider it like technically a flawed image. But it's like it's like with thirty five millimeter, there's still that like oh was that shot on film? I don't yeah. know. But with sixteen, it's like that was clearly shot on so good. film because the grain is so noticeable and everything. I should really look in more to the technological aspects of filmmaking. You should watch side by side. Okay. I want to watch it again. I need to watch side by side. Let's side do by it. Side. I'm down. Okay. Next episode. Good. We can talk about it. Who knows? Who knows? Let's, let's talk about it. And then like it. in the future, people like once we actually have people watch this. If they ever do, we could, like recommend shit to talk about maybe. So if you're listening to this right now and you want something for us to talk about, you should. Yeah, do that. I yeah. mean nobody's gonna probably 
know this exists for a while, but yeah, I really, I what I really, and I also want to like ask questions too. So if anybody wants to ask any questions, we'll answer them. What in the I next one really like is comparing movies that are very similar. It's fun, yeah. And I so like I too. think that would be a lot of great suggestions if you have movies that you think are similar that we can watch or yeah. have watched, and we can be like, yeah, like here's any, what we think literally about both. anything too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to, like whatever. Yeah, like so. Back to the Future. Like I said, versus... I really want to talk about the hunt, and like politically driven movies and stuff. Okay. Sorry. We went on for an hour and 20 minutes. Hell yeah. Jesus. I, I feel like I said a lot. I feel like I took over the whole thing. I don't think so. I, I feel, feel like, like you talked the least. I'm being sarcastic. Oh! <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought sorry. you guys were gonna be like... I hope we didn't, like, drown you, but I no. feel like you were kind of, like, being... The middle You guys were more, like, emotionally, like, invested, and yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna interject. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. So are we done? Yeah, I mean, we can wrap this up. Do we want to, like... For if there's like one person listening who like enjoyed this and wants to like see what else we've done, I mean we can kind of give a couple. Yeah, some yeah. we're okay. all in Letterbox. All yeah. three of us. The, yeah. Um. So, uh, you can find mine, um, Gage Clift. It's just my name. We'll put links in the description, I guess. Yeah. I think um, mine's just Mike Amaze. So. Yours is Kyle Roy, right? Yeah. I so. I log all the cool '80s movies. Yeah. So <laughs> you can follow us on Letterbox and also you have a YouTube channel. Yeah, I have a bunch of short films that I made in high school, and a couple where where this guy's in it, and this guy helped. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then... Kyle Roy, YouTube channel. Yeah. In the description. RC Films, YouTube channel, where our movies are. I made seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can find our movies. Well, that's the first there. time I've ever done that in a video, where I, like... You plug your... Yeah, I plug myself. Hell, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Go watch Seventh, directed by me. Yeah, he's in it too. You Why did you? You it. looked at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're both in it. I, edited. You edited. The movie. Yeah, Kyle edited the shit out of that movie. We've got what? Oh, stop you. We've got. I could just kiss you. Okay. <laughs> we've got. You've got a bunch of shorts. I've got a couple shorts. You've got a feature. We've got another feature that we've been involved in. Mm-hmm. So we're always good. working on stuff. Yeah. We work in boys. Ask it about it because we like be- we like having reasons to talk about our things. Yeah. Because yeah. secretly nobody cares. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, you say we we make movies. You're like leaning out of the... Oh, you say we make movies and people go... Mm. Wait, do we oh, make that's... movies? No, I see like... Hello? No and then they're just like... Oh. That's cute. That's cute. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Good for you. That is one of my least favorite adjectives. Adjective? Is that a describing word? I'm stupid. I don't fucking know. Yes. Okay. One of my when least you guys write <laughs> Shut up. One of my I'm least favorite adjectives ever is cute. It's like, what do you think about that movie? It was cute. Well, that was cute. What the fuck does that mean? My mom always says that when she doesn't like a like a kid friendly movie. She's like, oh, it was cute. That's a nice attempt. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Honestly, to to be fair though, like anytime anybody asks me like what I what I want to do with my life and like what I'm doing, and I tell them. Like, no matter what their reaction is, I want to kill myself. Yeah. But then... <laughs> Even if they're, like, super impressed and but happy, then, I'm like, just fucking kill me. <laughs> think I, about the day that we'll have a movie in theaters, and, like, somebody's like, so what do you do? And you just, like, point to, like, like a like a theater house, and you're just like... Just, the- just like, pull out a laser disc and just, yeah. like... Just be like, yeah, see but the then movie over there? I made that well, shit. Well, then watch, movie. you'll probably be surrounded by, like, other film people, and they'll be like, oh, was that shot on film? And then you'll be like, no, and they'll be like... Oh, that's cute. Uh, and it'll be the same thing over again. Damn. Dude. What's the movie about? Uh, 80s. That's cute. <laughs> Gosh, I want to kill people. That's so cute. Yeah, I just, I always try to just like, I'm obviously really passionate about filmmaking like any of us. But yeah. like, 
like the farthest that I could like amount of time that I could extend me being like I want to make movies yeah is like because you you just feel so like I mean I don't think people think it's <sighs> I don't even tell people anymore I feel like the people that I talk to it's not necessarily that they think it's like unrealistic or whatever but it's just like it's so hard to identify with yeah so they don't know what to say they're like oh that's really cool they think it's a long shot like I, I just you might as well be telling them like I, I want to go to the moon yeah to them that's what it is <laughs> I, wanna... I just don't like it's like when you're going through the drive through at Starbucks and they're yeah. just like I... what are you doing today they don't really I care. don't want to tell you because I know you don't care that's yeah. why you know and I even if you do care then that makes me feel weird and I want to drive away yeah. give me my coffee please. so I've literally just started lying to people because they're like so are you going to school and no. I'm like <laughs> and I literally just go oh. I go oh I'm taking a break right now you know because people take a break between high school I've been and taking a break for three and a half and years and literally I, I have no intention of going to, to college at all and somebody's like oh haha I hope that break doesn't doesn't last too long and I was like ha 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 it is it's lasting forever small tear as you drive away <laughs> It I was hope like that break doesn't last too long. Eat my ass. Dude. Yeah, you don't need. Co- no one needs college to become a filmmaker. Just stay out of my life. You That's know? a whole other conversation yeah, for I'm another sure. time. Christopher Nolan we did should not. Probably end this. Yeah. Okay. Quentin Tarantino okay. dropped out of high school. Okay. Uh, okay. This is like ending our phone calls where we're just like calling each other stupid names until like one of the other person hangs up. I feel like it's both of us just saying okay bye over. We're like okay goodbye okay okay bye goodbye goodbye. I'm gonna go get cheese out of your fridge. All right, I'm gonna go get water. Bye.